0: bold vision, inspirational leadership, drive, determination, creativity. Welcome to Secrets of Staffing Success, a podcast where we talk to innovators and thought leaders in the staffing industry to discover the strategies and tactics that make these top performers stand out. And here are your hosts, the co-CEOs of Haley Marketing, Victoria Kenward and David Cerns. Thanks to technology. In today's episode of Secrets of Staffing Success, Vicki and I chat with Maurice Fuller, founder of Staffing Tech, about the state of digital transformation in our industry, the top trends in technology, and where the industry is headed over the next decade. Secrets of Staffing Success is brought to you by Haley Marketing. In August of 2021, Haley Marketing will be celebrating our 25th birthday. That's a quarter of century of serving the staffing industry. To celebrate, we're doing what we do best, giving away lots of content and lots of ideas. And as a thank you for listening to our podcast, we'd like to invite you to a very special upcoming event. On August 19th, we're having a day-long Smart Ideas Summit. We're bringing together many of the industry's top thought leaders to share their insight and expertise. There's going to be 14 sessions, kind of like mini TED Talks, quick-hitting presentations filled with great ideas to help you address the biggest challenges your business is facing, and more importantly, the opportunities that are going to drive your success in months and years to come. If you want to learn more about the Smart Ideas Summit, just go to haleymarketing.com
1: forward slash summit. of ATS systems and other technology at the time. Um, and then you'd come back a year later and you'd see minor incremental improvements in the technology. And um, so it was almost a case where you could go about every two years to a conference. And then um, fast forward a number of years, the sort of the 2016, 2017 timeframe, and I really felt like, wow, this is accelerating faster than I ever realized. And all of a sudden it became clear just how quickly the industry was about to transform technologically. And I felt like there was a need to really help educate staffing industry leaders on all the different technologies um, that were uh, transforming the industry. So um, that's why I I put the uh, Staffing staffing Tech uh, Conference together.
2: The change is accelerating even more so now. And I think probably more important, what do you think, um, how do you think a small company can keep up with that?
1: Yeah, that's a really interesting question. And there are in fact, smaller companies that are doing a phenomenal job of, of keeping up with technology and the secret weapon is automation. So whether it's automations or whether it's sense automations, I think the, the the key is is automating your staffing firm. And the ones that are doing that are seeing really, really significant results. And I'm excited that that uh, you guys are bringing um, automation expertise to your practice. I think that's absolutely the way that the industry is moving.
0: Yeah. In fact, I was just talking with Jeff Stotz from our team this morning, um, just about even what automation is and Jeff was saying, you know, there's this big misperception of many companies that, you know, they're looking at automation as it's basically a newsletter. So I'd love to give the audience, Maurice, your definition of like what is automation in the staffing industry.
1: Great question. Um, and first of all, Jeff Stotts is an incredible hire, and kudos to you guys for bringing him onto your team. Um, I think he's going to bring significant um, value to your clients. Um, so automation, it's, it's, some, it's about like bringing a software layer to your, your staffing firm. So it's about taking uh, routine processes and automating those. It's about um, using software to ensure compliance. It's using software to ensure process consistency. It's about using software uh, to ensure that your data is clean. It's also about... Uh, running processes that you couldn't afford to have humans do uh, previously. Um, So some of the, some of the um, automations that we're doing now um, in terms of um, engaging with field employees, for example, we all know that those were things that we needed to do, but previously before we had good automation, um, it was expensive to do that with humans, or we didn't quite have the ability to do that now. Um, So... The other part about it is being able to provide differentiated services. So it's it's a way for staffing firms to identify what they can uniquely do, where their competitive advantages are, and then encoding those competitive advantages into a software layer to ensure that that's done very, very fast, repeatedly, um, and um, in a way that is continuously improving and um, providing greater levels of competitive advantage to these firms.
0: Love that definition. Yeah, um, go ahead, Vicki.
2: Um, you mentioned continuously improving. And I think that's what a lot of this is about. And I think that that, that is how those smaller and me- medium-sized businesses stay up front is to constantly be looking at your processes and driving out costs and using automation to do that or other mm-hmm. technology. David, did you have a question that you were going to answer that ask that I jumped in?
0: No, I was just I really was more of a comment. Maurice, I love when you talked about. Saying that it's about the things that people can't afford to do, but it, it's about really solidifying your process. Because when we talk to small to mid-sized staffing companies, you say, what makes you different? They invariably say it's our service.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And people tend to think automation is the antithesis of Good service, because good service is about human interaction. But really Mm -hmm. what you're saying is that automation is about solidifying, standardizing, ensuring continuity and consistency in your process. And that's the
1: definition of great service. Yeah. So the analogy I like to use is Amazon. So I've spent a tremendous amount of money uh, at Amazon over the last 25 years that I've been a customer. And only once or twice have I actually spoken to a human being at Amazon. So when you think about it, you know, the hundreds of books um, that I've purchased um, on Amazon, if I had gone into a bookstore, um, I would have spoken to dozens and dozens of human beings at different stages of the, the purchasing process. Um, and with Amazon, there's, there's no human contact. And yet I feel like they're providing an incredible service mm-hmm. uh, because they keep me very well informed. Um, I know exactly where, where it is in the delivery. Um, I'm able to provide feedback. And so to me, what Amazon doing is, is a great service. They're providing a fantastic service to me. And that's why I keep spending more and more money with them. So I think we have to really think about what does it mean to provide a service. It's not solely just human beings delivering that services. It's a lot of services can be delivered in a fully automated way or through automation and human beings together. Love that.
2: Yeah, I love that too. That's really great. I do think that you will have staffing company owners say that, but we're in the people business and you're, you're arguing for not speaking with human and we're all about the human touch. So how Mm -hmm. do you, how do you
1: argue that? Well, I think we are in the people business. We're in the business of, of identifying great talent and, and working with our clients to, um, Mm -hmm. engage that talent on their projects. And there's a lot of ways of doing that. Um, And I think more and more that's going to be done through the assistance of of technology. So it's technology enabling people to get hired onto great assignments, as opposed to people working with people to engage them on great assignments.
0: So Maurice, if I can look at this from a big picture perspective, I know I've seen a lot of people outside the staffing industry say 2020 accelerated the pace of Digital transformation by five to ten years. Mm-hmm. So, what's your take? What's your uh, take on what's going on with digital transformation in the industry?
1: Yeah, that's an interesting question. Um, I do think it has accelerated digital transformation, and certainly a lot of owners immediately became aware of the fact that their their companies were or were not well positioned, because suddenly many many people had to work remotely, and some companies were were better positioned than others, depending on their on their tech stack. But if you look at a company like PayPal, they have some really interesting charts where they've shown um, where they were in terms of their trajectory of, of bringing on, on new um, actives onto their platform uh, the versus where they were after the pandemic. And you can really see that that, that process was fast forwarded by about five years. So. Um, And I do think you're absolutely right that, you know, in the span of a few months, the entire industry was digitally transformed by by a couple of years, and it will never be the same. We're not going back to where we were pre-pandemic. So I think there's much greater awareness now about about the importance of technology and and how it's um, going to change our industry. But I don't think that we're really at the point yet where the majority of staffing firm leaders really grasp the significance of where technology is going to take this industry
2: so let's talk a bit about that I brought up the um, AI I'm looking a lot into AI and how we can use it for marketing
1: mm-hmm.
2: and machine learning um, and you can argue we can get into an argument about yeah, are we really using AI or is it machine learning but we'll save that for another time mm-hmm. but also you know um, blockchain and how that's going to Impact staffing. What are your
1: thoughts? Um, that's a, that's interesting. So I did an entire conference on on blockchain and staffing um, in uh, Nashville uh, a couple of years ago, and that was very interesting to see all the different um, areas that were pe- where people were looking at using blockchain. And I think where it's actually shaking out now is that within finance, uh, especially within payments. We're seeing a lot of activity um, around blockchain, Um, but I haven't, you know, to me, it's an enabling technology um, within staffing. So you see little bits of it showing up in different in different areas in the in the tech stack, but I don't I don't see it as being um, a massively transformative technology at this point. Um, Certainly, down the road, we're going to see more and more blockchain being used. But at this point, it it wouldn't be a high priority for me to focus on um, if I were looking at technologies for for taking my staffing firm into the future.
2: I agree with that. But what do you think about AI?
1: Well, certainly, for a long time, um, AI was sort of on the periphery. And we saw AI showing up um, like on our iPhone, the way Siri would operate. and we would see it you know, like in within different Microsoft applications. Um, we would see it within LinkedIn, where LinkedIn will suggest s- responses, which are surprisingly accurate um, to to messaging, for example. But within staffing itself, there was a lot of discussion about AI. But I didn't until recently. I didn't actually see where where ai was was really making a significant impact and it's only very recently in the context of conversational systems where i'm where i'm seeing demos that just take my breath away where ai is really beginning to transform that area and we're moving from sort of pure rules based conversational systems into machine learning driven conversations that that replicate some of the conversations that I had when I was a recruiter, qualifying candidates. So we're just on the cusp of seeing AI the way we we envisioned it um, come into staffing. We're at the very, very beginning of that. And it's really gonna, it's gonna become huge in the years ahead.
2: It is an exciting change. Uh- And I see that in a lot of the chatbots that we are seeing um, across the board. And Mm -hmm. I'm wondering if it's going to actually replace that first-level interview to qualify candidates. Just think about how many candidates you can get through the system if you can have an AI do that first Mm -hmm. level.
1: I think it's one of those tools that will certainly speed up the staffing process. I mean, everybody, everybody talks about staffing being a speed game. And so if we can... Immediately engage with candidates through chatbots and let them know, hey, we've received your your resume. We've got a few questions for you. Answer those questions, and then we we get the candidate onto the schedule of a recruiter if they're qualified. Um, that's one of those one of many steps that can can improve the quality of our service and can accelerate the staffing process. So yes, absolutely, I think um, that that needs if that needs to go everywhere. Um, within the staffing firm's tech stack. And what do
2: you think about the other side with the matching? So now I've got a qualified candidate and using AI to do matching. Think we're headed there?
1: Um, we're absolutely headed there. Um, and some firms are are further along than others. Um, but but the matching technology will certainly become more and more sophisticated. And I have a lot of experience with matching technology. And, and, and I think it, there's tremendous promise and opportunity um, in that during this decade. So again, that's just a, that's just one of many components that will be part of that tech stack. So
0: Maurice, you made me think a little bit about process automation as it relates to AI. And when you're you're talking about, okay, we're going to use conversational systems up front to do the, the initial chatting, the initial screening, the scheduling, you're going to use them in the back end to do the matching. Are we using these tools? to automate the processes we have, or do we have to reinvent the processes to
1: use the tools in new ways? Mm -hmm. I think that's a really good point is what we tend to do is we tend to replicate the processes that we use and we think about how we can sort of replicate what humans are are currently doing. And, And yet these born in the cloud staffing firms they just look at it entirely different. They don't have all this history that we do in terms of how the industry works, and so it's it's conceptually hard for staffing firms to rethink pr- these processes in entirely new ways. Um, but that's that's where it's all headed. But as an intermediate step, I think many staffing firms are sort of replicating processes that we we do as humans, and then then that will give them the insights that they need to take those processes. Um, to the next level.
0: Yeah, that's uh, a little bit scary. I mean, obviously the example is Uber, looking coming into the the taxi or transportation industry and mm. um, completely rethinking that, saying, well, we don't have to have physical assets. We're you know we just have to connect assets that exist and are being underused mm. with demand. And clearly, some of those companies are doing the exact same thing in parts of the staffing industry already. Um, to, to me, the biggest fear factor is the outside firm that. We didn't even see coming that's going to mm-hmm. just say there's a different way to get work done.
1: Yep. Well, let's you talk see- about that for a second.
0: Yeah. Let's, I was going to say, are you seeing any entrance in bringing in tools, technologies, or, or new models?
1: Yeah. So every industry um, has existing participants, and then you have outside firms that are coming in attempting to disrupt that. So if you look at the banking industry, for example, um, that industry is is just on the cusp of a massive disruption from digital banks that are born in the cloud, but also companies like like uh, PayPal and Square that are essentially building banks that will, that will reside on your mobile phone. Um, I recently went to a bank. I've been thinking a lot about the future of the finance industry. And then I went to a bank to deposit a check, and I just thought, my God, this is such an arcane experience. <laughs> um, even though i've been going to banks for for decades so there are these born in the cloud companies in all industries finance you have born in the cloud companies like in the car industry like tesla um you know is electric now you have 4 g m volkswagen everyone's trying to catch up to tesla but in the beginning people didn't really realize that that tesla represented the future it was just kind of an anomaly same thing with amazon web services when that came out even companies like microsoft thought what amazon was doing was just so weird and different that they didn't pay attention to it and all of a sudden they realized oh my god this is where the, the this is where the industry is going and then they then they applied massive resources to building up azure and so within our industry we have companies like um, incredible Health or Indeed Flex, uh, top towel, um, work WorkRise. And, and I want to say something about WorkRise that I think is, re- is really interesting. I, um, I was reading a quote um, provide, provided by David bajnowski He's an investment manager at Bailey Gifford. Bailey Gifford is one of the largest mutual funds in the world. They're based in the UK. More and more mutual funds are investing not just in publicly traded companies, but they're also investing in private equity. And so Bailey Gifford has invested in WorkRise. Um, And so the investment manager said, quote, WorkRise's online management platform is disrupting a sector that's so far been slow to adopt new technologies. Let me repeat that. Disrupting a sector that so far has been slow to adopt new technologies. They're talking about us. They're talking about the staffing industry being slow to adopt new technologies. And he goes on to say that WorkRise plans to place 100,000 workers in jobs by the end of 2023 and 1 million by the end of 2030. So the staffing industry employs a few million people. WorkRise alone intends to employ or place a million by the end of 2030. So that kind of speaks to this the scale at which some of these um, outside participants are are looking at our industry and the, and the founders of, the, of WorkRise, they didn't come out of the staffing industry, they came from other backgrounds. So they look at, at what we do with, a, with completely fresh eyes and, and entirely new lenses. So what's that gonna
0: mean for the acceleration of change? You just said the staffing industry has been slow to adopt technology. We know digital transformation accelerated last year But by and large, as an industry, we're still seen as being slow. What's gonna happen with that acceleration in the next few years?
1: Yeah, I think all staffing firms need to digitally transform themselves as as rapidly as they can. Um, And it's not just a good idea, I think it's a matter of survival. And as as staffing firms um, uh, deliver more and more services through technology, as opposed to through through human beings, they're gonna be able to operate at scale. So uh, when you think about Amazon, it operates at scale, it scales up by adding more servers to deliver their services as opposed to hiring more people. Um, and they're doing everything that they can to, to streamline their, their uh, distribution centers using bots and other automations um, so that they don't have to hire as many people um, to, to package all of these products together and get them shipped out. Um, so. I think staffing firms have no other choice but to double down um, to succeed and, and also to survive. But I think the ones that, that, really, that really move forward in with digital transformation and automation are gonna do phenomenally well.
2: It's almost as if they have to reinvent themselves though. Um, and I wonder how many staffing company owners have the wherewithal to do that. I mean, that's a huge undertaking to just completely transform your business. But if you don't do that, you may not exist in five to 10 years, maybe mm-hmm. even
1: less than that. What do you think? It is. It really is. Um, and what I find in the consulting work that I do is, is, is the staffing firms where the, the leaders of the organization are, are passionate about technology, um, they are really well positioned to do well in the future. And I think that whether you are as an owner are passionate about technology or not, I th- it's about setting up the leaders within your organization uh, with people who deeply care about digital and understand digital transformation. And it's about having a vision for being a digital staffing firm and what all of, what all of that entails. And there's a lot of different dimensions to that.
2: I think that's terrifying and exciting. And I think about it for our own business, for marketing. And and I think, wow, there's so much opportunity for the same kind of digital transformation in the marketing industry. We won't get into that here, but it is exciting.
1: Well, I I will comment though, that I think that you you are very well positioned. I think that marketing is a a key component of uh, staffing firms in the future. And it's one of our top 10 staffing technology trends. And I'm always telling staffing firm owners and leaders that they should be working with an outside um, marketing agency because the area is, is changing so rapidly that even firms like yourself that that are fully immersed and spend all your time doing digital marketing are having a hard time keeping up with all the changes that are happening. So if you guys, if you guys are on, you know, at the cutting edge of this, um, are, you know challenge keeping up then certainly staffing firms themselves with their limited resources can't keep up with all the changes that are happening with digital marketing absolutely
0: no it's just you know i i've looked back some ways this august is our 25th birthday and in 1996 when we launched we were ghostwriters the the one communication channel we had was to use direct mail most companies weren't even using email was to use direct mail to help salespeople nurture relationships Fast forward to today, now we've got a team of 54 people. We have to have specialized expertise in search engine optimization, pay-per-click advertising, mm-hmm. content development, and different types of content. We have long-format content writers. We have copywriters. It's it's crazy the number of technologies in our business. And then for the poor staffing owner, that only represents a tiny portion of the technologies. So you, you mentioned a top 10 trends What are some of the other major trends that you see impacting the industry?
1: Um, Okay, so right now, one of the most important trends, especially in commercial staffing, is is a shift towards mobile um, staffing deployment platforms. So it's rare for for me to see any sort of technology that's like a step function improvement, Um, but that's one that's, the whole industry is moving in that direction. And Microsoft, I'm sorry, uh, Bullhorn, Recently announced uh, Bullhorn Connect, which is, is their mobile platform. We have other players uh, like Time Saved and, and Workin, Staff Up, um, and, and several others that have mobile deployment platforms. And this is a huge deal. Um, this is where the industry is moving in, and the performance gains that staffing firms are seeing uh, that are using these platforms is very, very significant. So, certainly. Uh, mobile is huge, uh, conversational systems are going to show up everywhere, um, digital marketing, um, we talked about automation, hyper automation. Um, the, the best staffing firms are investing heavily in automation, and they have hundreds of sense journeys and bots that are running their business now. Um, so those are just a handful of, of the of the trends that uh, that we talk about.
0: One, one follow-up question on the app so I, I, I'm curious because it seems like that there's there's two potential uses of the apps there's enhancing service delivery which makes sense for every staffing company mm-hmm. and then there's the app as a platform for sales and fulfillment um, more the uber model but that mm-hmm. seems to be harder because is that only a game for the big boys the upworks? To play in, or can the mom and pop staffing company realistically play in that market in their local?
1: Area? Yeah, that's a very interesting question. Um, what I'm seeing now is that is the companies that uh, suppliers of, of these mobile platforms uh, tend to be focused on the on the bigger staffing firms at the moment, just because that's where the greatest uh, financial opportunities are for them. But I I fully expect over time uh, the smaller uh, staffing firms are going to have access to this technology as as it becomes much more broadly available, um, and there are some suppliers that that are are working with uh, smaller staffing firms as well. Um, so I the way I see it playing out is that um, even the smaller staffing firms within a few years, we'll, we'll definitely have access to uh, mobile uh, workforce deployment platforms and, and we'll give them many of the same advantages um, as the larger firms are, are gaining. But for the most part, many staffing firms will be getting that technology from third parties. The very largest staffing firms, maybe the top 10 largest staffing firms will likely build their own apps, um, but, the, but the rest of the industry um, will be using uh, commercial apps
2: It's I'm, from a candidate perspective, all these different apps to download and to work with and to, I guess, learn the user interface. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's prohibitive? Do you think candidates will, will take that, the other side of
1: this? That's a great question. I, that, that speaks to the experience of engaging with your staffing firm. So as staffing firms transform into technology businesses, um, and increasingly software-like businesses, then it's important to pay attention to the overall experience um, that, that uh, candidates and employees and, and clients have with your platform. So the, the ha- having people within your organization that are, are skilled at being able to uh, think about the experience we, we is important. And so typically we... we are sort of focused on on inside out. We have our processes that we run, and then we reflect those processes out. But more and more, um, staffing firms need to think about their platform from the outside in, in terms of how candidates experience um, your platform and your staffing services, how you as an employee experience that company through the software, and even as as a client or a customer, how you experience the the software of your staffing platform that's a very important discipline that's that i think will be emerging within staffing firms maurice before we run out of time here uh i know one of the things
0: we want to know more about is how you help people so with staffing tech with your consulting practice how do you help staffing companies innovate and continuously improve
1: Right, so there's a, a couple of things that I, I do. Is, um, the thing I'm, I'm most excited about and what I love the best is uh, doing uh, strategic business assessments for staffing firms where where I'll come in and I will look at a couple different things. One is what's the path to digitally transforming uh, that staffing firm in, in the next two to three years? What are the technologies that they need to invest in? Who are the vendors that they should be engaging in? Um, to take their firm to the next level. And then at the same time, it's also about uh, what can be done to improve the financial performance of that staffing firm in a material way. So um, I, I look at the entire firm from the uh, all the different departments, and I, I look for opportunities to um, improve the performance. And so um, I'll, at the end of my assessments, I'll put together... Um, a set of recommendations for short-term, medium-term, long-term for making significant improvements. And and oftentimes these assessments will result in opportunities that can help staffing firm increase the the top line 10, 20, sometimes 30%, uh, improve gross margins, improve efficiencies, and make a very very significant impact on their financial performance. So that's that's the assessment part of my business. The other part is the stack vantage part, where I help connect staffing firm leaders with great uh, solution providers that can help them um, improve uh, their tech stacks. So whether it's um, um, let's, uh, for example, let's say uh, somebody is looking for a new ATS. Um, whether they're looking for um, ways to uh, get more candidates, I can uh, work with them, and then I'll point them to uh, vendors and solution providers that can help them solve those challenges. That's excellent.
2: That's really great to know too, because we often get requests for which ATS should I use, and and I can't, you know, we can't really answer that question because we're not. Well, we just can't really answer that question. So to, to know that you offer that, that's really great to know.
1: Yeah, I spend most of my time um, looking at uh, staffing technology and seeing demos and and keeping up with everything that's going in the industry. and And it's just breathtaking how quickly things are moving in our industry. It's it's in it's a it's, it's, it's just amazing and it's really exciting.
2: We're in exciting times right
1: now. <laughs> we are. We really are. I mean. I, I don't know about you guys, but in the in the 25 years I've been in, in the staffing industry, to me, there's never been a more exciting time to be a part of it than right now. I agree.
0: No, I'm sure for a lot of people, it's terrifying to have the pace of change. But um, the opportunity for our industry to grow, you mentioned, you know, WorkRise, wanting to get to a million people that they're employing. And the whole staffing industry in the United States right now is only 3 million people. Exactly. But staffing could easily be 10 million, 20 million people. When you start thinking about, there's there's three times more people that work as independent contractors Mm -hmm. than work as temporary associates. So how does the staffing industry start to help manage those people? And now with everybody saying, I don't want to go back to the office. I want to really be in charge of my own gig wherever I want to work, whenever I want to work. Mm -hmm. The industry is ripe for massive growth but companies can't go back to thinking about staffing like it was in
1: 2019 and before. Yeah. You make an excellent point um, where, you know, we tend to think of staffing as an industry that grows a few percent every year. But look, if we're able to incorporate technology into what we do and make ourselves more efficient and improve the services that we provide, our clients will buy more of our services if it's if we can make our services faster and better and more affordable, if you think about it from an economics point of view, sort of elastic demand curve, we can significantly increase the demand for our services. So if if anything, these changes, um, like I completely agree with what you're saying and are gonna lead to an acceleration of the growth of our industry.
0: Well, let's talk about the future, kind of maybe it's a good wrap up question. Yeah. So, we're coming out of a year that no one has experienced anything like. We're in now the middle of a time. This is June 2021. We're seeing explosive growth in GDP, explosive growth in demand. What's the industry going to look like 10 years from now? Mm-hmm. What do you think it's gonna is gonna happen by 2030, 2031?
1: Yeah, so we've talked about automation. So clearly there will be automation everywhere. So our view is that a uh, typical staffing firm by 2030 will have a thousand automations and bots. And when we first started saying this uh, a couple of years ago, it seemed kind of crazy, but we're very, very you well, know, staffing firms are very much on that trajectory right now. But the other thing is, um, is uh, we talked about matching, uh, Victoria, you brought that up. Um, and so this idea of autonomous staffing, and placements being ha- handled um, automatically. We believe that 30% of all placements by 2030 will be handled autonomously, okay. where candidates are qualified in advance and they're in the system and then job orders come in and people are placed automatically. And the only involvement that the recruiter had, it was in the beginning where they qualified the candidates. So that's gonna be a huge shift. Um, and. I mean, that, that right there kind of gives you a sense of just how digital staffing firms will be in the future.
2: That's really, really exciting stuff. And I'm looking forward to seeing all that. And I, and I completely agree if I was going to sit down and make recommendations or thoughts about this, I would say the same thing. You really have to be doing marketing automation. You need to be doing automation of all your processes as much as possible. And you have to really be thinking about how the industry is being disrupted from external forces and get out of the day-to-day, take the time to really think about where could you go if you, if you were to disrupt your own business?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think staff, to your point, I think staffing from leaders would benefit by looking at these born in the cloud firms that we've talked about, like WorkRise, um, uh, Incredible Health, and look at how those companies are are organized internally. Look at the skill sets of those, of those organizations um look at the backgrounds of the people that are leading those those firms and if you look at where your staffing firm is today you look at those firms you can draw a line between where you're at today and where those firms are today and that's where your firm is headed in terms of of how it will be constructed internally um, and how it will be organized and the tech stacks that you're going to be using and so building a path um for transforming your fir- firm into that future is is um, is incredibly key to uh, continued success. Great. So clearly,
0: Maurice, one of the ways to execute on that path is to talk to somebody who knows how to do it. So, how can people get a hold of you?
1: Um, you can find me on LinkedIn and uh, or, or just reach out to me, Maurice at newvectorgroup.com, um, and I'd love to have a chat with you and talk about. Um, how I can help you, um, uh, take your firm to the next level.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you so much. I've uh, learned a lot today. Really appreciate all the insights. Uh, I think this was our most forward looking show so far. So just a lot of fun to talk about technology and what is coming down the pipe.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. It was really exciting to talk to you guys as well.
2: Same thoroughly enjoyed that. Thank you.
1: So that's going to be a huge shift. Um, and, I mean, that, that right there kind of gives you a sense of just how digital staffing firms will be in the future.
2: That's really, really exciting stuff. And I'm looking forward to seeing all that. And I, and I completely agree if I was going to sit down and make recommendations or thoughts about this, I would say the same thing. You really have to be doing marketing automation. You need to be doing automation of all your processes as much as possible. And you have to really be thinking about how the industry is being disrupted from external forces and get out of the day-to-day, take the time to really think about where could you go if you, if you were to disrupt your own business?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think staff, to your point, I think staffing from leaders would benefit by looking at these born-in-the-cloud firms that we've talked about, like WorkRise, um, uh, Incredible Health, and look at how those companies are are organized internally. Look at the skill sets of those, of those organizations um look at the backgrounds of the people that are leading those those firms and if you look at where your staffing firm is today you look at those firms you can draw a line between where you're at today and where those firms are today and that's where your firm is headed in terms of of how it will be constructed internally um, and how it will be organized and the tech stacks that you're going to be using and so building a path for transforming your fir- firm into that future is is um, is incredibly key to uh, continued success. That's great. So
0: clearly, Maurice, one of the ways to execute on that path is to talk to somebody who knows how to do it. So, how can people get a hold of you?
1: Um, you can find me on LinkedIn and uh, or, or just reach out to me, Maurice at newvectorgroup.com, um, and I'd love to have a chat with you and talk about. Um, how I can help you um, uh, take your firm to the next level.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you so much. I uh, Learned a lot today. Really appreciate all the insights. Uh, I think this was our most forward looking show so far. So just a lot of fun to talk about technology and what is coming down the pipe. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Thank you. It was really exciting to talk to you guys as well.
2: Same thoroughly enjoyed that. Thank you. Wow, David, that was a great conversation. I think I could have talked to Maurice for another couple hours about all the technology and digital transformation and the future of staffing. Um, that's really my <laughs> that's really my forte and I love it. Um so what was your key takeaway?
0: I have to pick one. one um two, three, four. <laughs> so no, I really I one of the First things early in the conversation that Maurice talked about was his Amazon analogy. And it's something I remember hearing uh, one of the executives at Amazon mentioned that their definition of great service is no service, meaning not that they don't provide service to their customers, but if the customer doesn't need help, that is the best customer service. And as we talked with Maurice about digital transformation, kept thinking about Boy, how does that balance? You asked the question about staffing is about relationships and people. How do you marry those things together? Because if I want to hire somebody and I can do it instantaneously with the, the sort of the no service service experience as an employer, I'd love that.
2: Well, we're all so busy and pulled in so many directions right now that anything that we can do to save time, I can't tell you, like I've been in bookstores and I couldn't find the book that I wanted. And I just click my phone open and buy it on Amazon. Like, what, you know, if I'm trying to get worked on, imagine I'm trying to get worked on, I realize that I've got a big project and I need some people to help out with that project, picking up my phone and getting that taken care of without having to jump through a lot of hoops. So it's about that um, driving out costs and driving out inefficiencies and saving people time is great service.
0: What do you think about Maurice's talking about Work Rise and looking at companies born in the cloud and how to use that as a as a lesson for people that are already in the staffing industry?
2: I think that was absolutely a brilliant. Um, that's how you, I, I, I guess, that's how they come into a, a different company like that comes in and transforms and disrupts an industry is by bringing the best from other industries. And it's almost like having a crystal ball in that case, go look at how they're structured. How are, what are they, how are they working and take the best out of that and then bring the best of what you have, marry those two things together. And suddenly you're able to compete at a much higher level. And I've, I love to do that. I love to look at other industries for ideas and how we market and how we bring services. So I would, I think there's a lot of opportunity for the staffing services to do that as well.
0: Yeah. It reminds me of an exercise that we do usually about once a year, which is we we sit down with people in the company and we say, okay, your your job is to figure out how to put Haley marketing group out of business Mm -hmm. and like sit down and brainstorm. Like if you were going to start a a business that competed with us, what would you do to take us on? And I've always loved that exercise because it sort of helps highlight all of your Achilles heels and it gives you opportunities to look at the things to either focus on or the opportunities that you should be focused on that you're not currently focused on, like the example Maurice gave of the staffing company 10 years from now, that it's going to be 30% autonomous. Yeah, 30. Yeah, 30% autonomous and a
2: thousand automations are thoughts. That that number kind of blows my mind. I think, do we have a thousand processes to automate? And the reality is we probably have 10,000 if you really start thinking about it. And there's so much opportunity. Uh, I think it was really, really exciting talking to Maurice. I got very excited about where the staffing industry is going and how we can help in that progress.
0: So I've got one final question for you. Um, It's something I, I was thinking about asking Maurice, but he kept, kept getting in such great answers that I didn't stop back. But we throw around the phrase digital transformation, and you should, probably should ask this right at the beginning, but you look at a lot of this for us. When you think about digital transformation, what does that mean to you? It's about efficiencies to me.
2: How do you drive out costs? How do you pull out those things that we have to do that have to get done to move a process forward, but doesn't really need to be done by a human, even though it is being done by a human, potentially. It, it, it takes away those C and D tasks from somebody's life so that they can focus on higher quality, higher value, value work and things that are more strategic, for, for example, in marketing, but in for staffing, it would be more about relationships and building those relationships and working at a higher level.
0: So, that, that is what it is for me. Awesome. Thanks. Well, I think that's a good place to wrap it up for us. Um, for everybody listening, thank you so much for being part of today's episode of Secrets of Staffing Success. And if you like what you heard, please uh, tell your coworkers, tell your friends, and uh, go and leave us a rating or review. We'd love to hear from you. Until next time, uh, thank you from all of us at Haley Marketing. <music>